Shalom Ubracha, we're up to Yuma Daf Yud. Today's Daf is being learnt Bishchus. Tovet Aaron Ben Rav Pinchus, he should have tremendous atzlach on everything he does, and their bonus shalom should grant him. Kol Meshalos Liboy Letoiva. Now, today's Daf, the Gemara talks about the identity of different nations, about who's going to overtake, conquer each other, Paras or Rome. It talks about the mezuzahs in the Beis Mikdash and the mezuzah in the Sukkah. Now, yesterday we had a story about Rav Shimon ben Lakish speaking to Rabbi Bar Khana. We're trying to figure out that, you know, he was the, the Gadol Adar. And anyone who he speaks to, it's like he's giving him an askama. So he wouldn't just speak to anybody in the street. So maybe it was someone else who was bathing. It wasn't him talking. But he expressed his dislike for Babylonians because the reason why the second race Mukdash didn't have the Shekhinah was because the Babylonians, the Bavleim, Bavleim did not come back with Ezra. So when Rabbi Yechonin heard this, he said, but that's not the reason why there wasn't a Shekhinah. Even if they would have all come with Ezra, the Shekhinah still would not have rested in the second base of Mikdash. The reason why there was no Shekhinah in the second base of Mikdash is because of the Pasuk, Yafta Lekim Liyafes, V'yishkon That even though Hashem gives beauty to Yafes, only shame can be Shaira in the base of Mikdash. And the Persians who built the second base of Mikdash are from Yefes. How do I know? Well, it says, B'nai Yefes, Goymer, Umagoyg, Umadai, V'yavon, V'tuvo, Umeshech, V'tiras. Goymer is Germamia, maybe Germany. Mogoyg is Kanda, Tande. Modai is Makduni, Yavon is Yavon. Tuvo is Ukaini, maybe Spain. Meshech is Musia, Tiras is Machlekas. It's either Turkey, maybe Turkey. Yosef says Tiras is Paras. So you see that Paras is from Yefes, and Yefes can't be Yishkan Shame. It's only the Shekin is only Shaira with Shame, not with Yefes. Now the Pasuk also says by the Bnei Kush, there's Savta Veramya Vesavtacho. And Yosef learns. You know, there's Savta and Savtaka. That's very, very similar. Why is there two cities that are named so similarly? Yosef says that these are two villages that are right near each other. There's only a hundred parses between them, so they shared similar ideologies. Now the Pazak says, Now, Babel is Babel. Erech is Urichois. Eked is Shecher. Kalna is Neufer Nifni, which is like uh, southern Iraq. And when the Pasuk says, Ashur, Rabbi Yosef says that Ashur is silky. The Pasuk also says, Even as Kelach, Kolach. Ninveh is Ninveh. Rechoves ear is Paris. Mishon Kolach is central Iraq. It's Paris in Roisif. Uh, Resen is between Ninveh and Kelach, and it's a very big city. Resen is Aktisfoin, which is also a huge city. But I don't know if Ninveh is the big city or Resen is a big city. Well, the Pasuk by Ninveh says, Vayoyna, that Ninveh hoiso ir gedela. So you know that Ninveh is actually the big city. Resen was, I guess, a little less of a big city. Next, the Pasuk says, These giants. 
And the Brisa explains their names. Achimon was because he was incred- incredibly strong. A human. Sheshai would create these indents in the ground wherever he stepped. Tama used to plow the ground with his feet. I guess he dragged them. Some say that Achimon built Ant, Sheshai built Olush, and Tamai built Talbush. These are all giants. It's as if their heads stuck out of the sky where the sun shines in. Now, Rabbi Shub ben Levi says in the name of Rebbe that Rome is going to fall into the hands of the Persians. Because the Pasuk says, It's refers to Tzirei Hatsoyin, and we're assuming that Tzirei Hatsoyin is Paras. So Rabbi Baruch says, who says that Tzirei Hatsoyin is, is, is Paras? It could also be Yavan. Yavan is also referred to as sheep. That's a fear of Haseir Melach Yavan. Well, if Chavibi Bar Sumki said, that that's a silly question. If you don't know how to learn Psukim, that's the type of question you would ask. Tziri Hatsoin, we don't learn out from the from the Lushan of Tziri Hatsoin that it's Paras. Rather, we learn from the Tziri, the young of the Tsoin, because the youngest son of Yafes was Paras, it was Tiras. Now, Rabbi Barachana says in the name of, name of Rabbi Yechanan B'Shem, Rabbi Yehuda, Bar Eloi, that Rome is going to fall into the hands of Paras. And he has a Kavachimah for this. I mean, the, the Mikdash Rishon was built by Bnei Shem, and they fell into, the, and, and the Kazdim fell into the hands of, of Paras. The Mikdash Shani, which was built by Paras, and the Romans destroyed it, the Romans are definitely going to fall into the hands of the Persians. Rav argues and says that no, Paras is actually going to fall into the hands of Rome. Rav Kahana and Rav Yaisi ask, wait, but they were the ones that built the second base of Mikdash. Why would they fall into the Romans? He says, don't ask questions. This is the Gzeras HaMelech. There are some say that Paras deserves to, to fall into the hands of Rome because they destroyed Bate Knossios, which are Mikdash Me'at. So in a way, they're also the destructors of the base of Mikdash. Then we have a Brisa that says Beferish that it's Xeris HaMelech and Paras was destroying Shuls. Yehud Amarav says that Mashiach will only come when the Malchus Rome, the evil kingdom of Rome, rules the world for nine months. Now, moving back to the Lishkas Parhedrin. Every Lishka in the base of Mikdash did not have a mezuzah. The only one which did was the Lishkas Perhedrin. Why? Because that is a Makam Dira. The Kohen Gadol would live there for seven days every year before Yom Kippur. Rabbi Huda says, what do you mean? There were plenty of rooms in the base of Mikdash that was a base Dira and did not have a mezuzah. Rather, he holds that the Lishkas Perhedrin just had a gazera that it needed a mezuzah. The base of Mikdash did not get mezuzahs, but the Lishkas Perhedrin had a gazera to have a mezuzah on it. We're going to see it at the end of the daf. Why? Now, why does Rav Yehuda say that no, no room, even though it was a Makam Dira, got a mezuzah? Well, because he holds that any house which is not built for both the summer and the winter is not considered a bias. And the Lishkas Perhedrin was only used Seven days out of the year, that doesn't have a din of Abayah, so it's just a gazera. Abayah asks, I, there's a pasuk that says, 
You see that there's a house that's considered a house in the winter and in the summer. Mashma, even for only one of them. Well, Yehuda would say, yes. That is not just called a bias. That's why you have to specifically refer to it as a base hachorif or a base kayetz because it's not a bias stam. It's only a summer home. Rabbi has a whole tshuva whether a bungalow needs a mezuzah. I think it comes out that you do, but you don't need to put it on within the first 30 days of when you buy it. I mean, nowadays people have all these fancy houses. That's basically just a summer home, not just a bungalow, and that would need a mezuzah, like a regular house. Now, Abai asks a question regarding sukkah. Right? Uh, we learned in a Mishnah that when it comes to maestras, as soon as you bring your grain into the house, it's chayven maeser. Now, if it's brought into the sukkah, on sukkahs, that's considered brought into the house, and it's chayven maeser. But the chachamim pater, so Rav Yehuda holds, it has the din of a house, the chachamim hold that it's not. Rav Yehuda's mechayv the sukkah, to be mishtatav in the air of chatseris, as a house, it's, he's mechayv in a mezuzah, and he's mechayv in a maeser. You see that he holds that a sukkah, is considered a bias, even though it's only part-time. So why is Elishka's Perhajan only a Gezeira? Okay, maybe you'll say that the sukkah is only Chayev mid Well, the Rabbanon could be Mechayev in Erev Chatseris and a Mezuzah, no problem. But how could the Rabbanon be Mechayev Maesris Lechumra? That's not necessarily a Chumra, because with Maesris, people will come to be Mechayev Maesir that's Potter, and being Pottering Maesir that's Chayev. You can't make a chumrah if it's, if it's going to be asili de kula. So rather we have two answers. Abai first says that on sukkahs, everyone agrees that it's a sukkah. And they chayev for maizras. The machalikah says, what about the, this sukkah during the rest of the year? That one and hold, that you have to be geyser the rest of the year or to sukkahs. The review says, no. On sukkahs you chayev, but the rest of the year you're not going to be chayev. And that's why Lishkas Barhedrin is only a Gezerah. Rava says it's very hard to fit that into the Lashon over there because it says that they're arguing on Sukkot's Hachag Bechag. It sounds like they're arguing on Sukkot's itself. Rather, Rava says a different answer. That on the rest of the year, everyone agrees that your parts are from Maisu Erev and Mezuzah. The Machlikas is on Sukkot. And both Rav Yehuda and the Rabbanan have their own reason for their Psaq. That Rav Yehuda holds that it's going to be chayev on a mezuzah because he holds that a sukkah needs to be keva. That's why it's chayev mezuzah. While the Rabbanon holds that it's aray, they're going to potter it. Now, when it comes to the lishkas perhedrin, the Rabbanon hold that if you force someone into a room, you force him to live there, it still has the din of a dira. That's why lishkas perhedrin, the Kohen Gadol is quarantined in there, but it still has a din of Adira, so the Rabbanon would say that it's Chayev and Mezuzah. While Rabbi Huda says it's only a Gezerah, because really, it's not Chayev, since if you force someone into a room, Rabbi Huda holds, it's not considered Adira. Rather, the Rabbanon were Gezer to put a Mezuzah on the Lishkas Perhedrin. Why? So that people won't say that the Kohen Gadol is imprisoned in there. You put a Mezuzah on, and now it gives it the shame of Adira, like it's his, it's his hotel room, not his prison block. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.